1: Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: We bring in Mary Kay Cabot, who has been asking the questions I think that fans really wanted to know, especially in the last, was that yesterday's press conference? Uh, And of course, you can always read marykaycleveland.com. And in the plane, dealer. Hello, Mary Kay. How are you?
1: I'm doing great. How you doing?
2: Very good. I was uh, I was excited as the questions that you asked. Was that yesterday? Just saying, hey, this is what they're saying. I'm just wondering what you think. Now, I mean, we may not have got an answer on it, but I thought it was important that those questions get asked. So, um, just your thoughts on where this team is right now, and you know, what's what are we playing for here for the last, last four weeks?
1: Well, first of all, I do think it's important to ask those kinds of questions. You kind of go into those press conferences, anticipating what people really want to know and the answers that they really want to hear. So like you said, even though I did not get a great answer from Kevin Stefanski, I think it was important to address the notion that uh, it seems like everyone kind of wants to run them out of town right now. Um, But anyways, where I actually am not in the camp that that the fourth and one call was the worst thing in the world, I, I understand the wisdom in trying to change something up a little bit and catch a team off guard. And I always ask myself, what would anybody be saying right now if Jacoby Brissett hadn't overthrown that ball and they went up seven, nothing there. And, uh, and they go on to win the football game. Nobody would have had a problem with it. Then nobody had a problem with, you know, the Bengals flea flicker because that worked or, uh, you know, you try different things in a football game. I just don't have uh, the same issues with, uh, you know, coaches trying to be aggressive and creative that some other people seem to.
0: Aggressive and creative, I I agree, Mary Kay. Uh, and then there are other times when you think, all right, it's a fourth down. Uh, there's Nick Chubb. There's your offensive line you're paying a lot of money to. So play calls and all that stuff, I, it, it's, to me it's a little bit of the minutiae, although I think sometimes he gets a little too creative for his own good. That said, I don't want any changes. I think Kevin's on his way to being a good NFL head coach. And I think yeah. patience is what's needed here with the coaching situation. What do you think?
1: Well, I, I think that they're going to take a long, hard look at a lot of different aspects of the team in the offseason. I think they're going to look at defense and see all the things that went wrong there. I think they're going to look at special teams and see all of the issues uh, in that area of the football team. But in terms of the head coaching job, I just don't think that Kevin is in any trouble whatsoever. I mean, we just talked to Andrew at the bye week, and he stated unequivocally uh, that they feel as good about Kevin as they did when they first hired him. Uh, He's their guy, and he's not going anywhere. Now, if in the last four games they identify any issues whatsoever with play calling or offense or what Deshaun needs, uh, they will address those in the offseason. But Kevin's not going anywhere, and I really believe that.
2: Uh, what what did you think of Deshaun Watson? You know, coming back second week. I thought he played better. I'm just curious your your take on that. And and where do you if he did get better, where do you think he got better?
1: You know, he he did get better. He did get better in a lot of areas. But I do think that it it is difficult at this time of year uh, to get thrown in there cold and be able to have the kind of chemistry that you need with all of your receivers and to be able to call all of of the protections and to uh, just play as fast as you need to play to succeed at this level, especially against a really good team and a good defense uh, like the Bengals have. Uh, So I asked the question in a podcast afterwards, and I asked Kevin this yesterday, too you know, why Why not at least give some consideration to starting Jacoby Brissett in that one football game knowing that you need to have it and he's already got his mojo down with everyone on this offense and he's kind of humming along and he already uh, was involved in one victory over the Bengals this season. So I think they should have at least given it some consideration. I understand the wisdom of getting Deshaun ready to play next season, uh, but in this, you know, sort of must-win game, I wonder why they wouldn't at least have given it some thought.
0: As this team moves forward, Mary Kay, um, let me let me, uh, let me take that back. If you're Andrew Barry right now, are you regretting any moves you did or didn't make in the offseason?
1: Um, I don't know about regretting anything that you did do, um, but possibly, you know, you you and I have talked about this for yeah. months and months and months and months, and that is uh, I all the way through, I thought they needed another Pro Bowl caliber receiver. Agreed. Uh, you know, even someone like a Cole Beasley, who's now rejoining the, the Bills, you know, someone like that, that can just go out there and get that sure, absolute 100% catch for you when you need it. Um, so, I, I really thought they left themselves a little short in that regard, and, you know, when you see Amari cooper struggling you know like he did with the core muscle you know you really need someone else and and i think that that was an issue throughout the season and i think that in the offseason they're gonna they're going to have to address that that's one area and then you know it's not like they didn't try to address the defensive tackle position i just think that some of the things that they thought were going to happen defensively did not happen
2: um why (laughs) why were the Bengals significantly better this Sunday than they were on Halloween? And why do you think they're they are playing so well? Like, we, I think we sit around here a lot and say, the Browns did this wrong. They, you know, they had 100-yard penalties. They didn't have five sacks in this game. But why, why do you think the Bengals were better, especially when they really only had one of their core receivers in Jamar Chase?
1: Well, they've been playing better offensively in terms of their offensive line. Uh, they have really 100%... Uh, Stiffened since they gave, gave up five sacks to the Browns on Halloween night. Uh, in the five games after that, they gave up only five in the next five games. So uh, that was one huge thing. And then they put more responsibility in the hands of of Joe Burrow to kind of run the show a little bit more. Uh, they ran the ball well with Joe Mixon, And then, as you mentioned, Jamar Chase was back, and that's not nothing. I mean, when you get the number one receiver one of the best receivers in the nfl back on your football team for the game and you two are humming along the the way that they are uh that makes a huge difference and in, in so much so that it made up for the loss of boyd and higgins so those were some of the things and then i think they were just you know they're hitting their stride right at the right time I mean, this is a team that went to the super bowl last year and they do know that you have to be playing your best football in december and they are
0: mary Kay, are you surprised the defense didn't build on last year more and and become the type of defense that I, th- I thought they could this year, though you and I have talked about this too. Clearly in the middle of that defensive line, you were keeping your fingers crossed that some guys would elevate their play. And I, I don't know that we've seen that.
1: Well, I think uh, that there was an expectation that a number of guys were going to really pick up their game this year and have breakout seasons. And, and for whatever reason, we didn't see those sort of Pro Bowl caliber seasons that we expected to see from some of those guys. Um, and even if it, they didn't get to that level, uh, they just didn't have quite the seasons that I think the Browns expected them to or anyone did. And, you know, we're talking about the, you know, the case. He's been hurt a lot. You know, Grant Delpit, I still think he's got upside. Jordan Elliott, then you had a lot of injuries, uh, you know, guys leaving the lineup for the season or big chunks of the season, even Jadavian and Miles flipping his car. I, I think there were a lot of issues from a personnel standpoint uh, that, that just didn't help matters. And then in terms of those guys not reaching their full potential, those are the things that will be looked at in the offseason to determine if those things had to do with schematics or coaching or whatever the case may be.
2: All right, let me just switch gears just a little bit because we haven't talked to you since uh, it happened last week. But uh, where are you on the Baker Mayfield story right now? It seemed pretty good last week, and we'll see what the future holds on it. But uh, it's been an interesting ride over the last, what, 10, 11 months.
1: Well, you know what? I was happy for Baker that he had a finish like that because, you know, you would hate to see a young player, the number one overall pick, come in here, leave his heart and soul in Cleveland, give every single thing he has, to this football team, and do his level best, go through all the dysfunction that he had to go through here, all the coaches, all the offensive coordinators, and then leave here and have his career kind of ruined from that. Uh, I don't like to see it with him or anybody, and so I hope uh, that what happened with him the other night, that sensational comeback, I hope that that gives people the notion and the thought uh, that he has merit and value, and I hope some people give him a chance.
0: Will anybody, Mary Kay? He, he's he's got a great opportunity here, you know, to audition. He's in a, I, I I would say there's some talent there, but the offensive line is so decimated, and they've not played well offensively, and everybody's hurt, and Cooper Cups out, and everything else. But he still has a chance to establish some value. And you know, who knows if Matthew Stafford is going to come back next year with all of the issues that have surrounded him? I mean, that's an opportunity that's just been. I mean, it's sitting right there. And if, if the guy's going to salvage his career as a starter, I think this is his shot. I don't think he gets another one.
1: Well, you need someone that looks at you the way that Sean McVay looks at Baker Mayfield. I mean, like, you need
2: someone This sounds like believe- a Hallmark story. This doesn't sound like an NFL <laughs> story. <laughs>
1: you, you need someone to believe in you, to show some faith in you, and to try to pull out the best in you. You need, you know, Pete, you know, Geno Smith, Pete Carroll. That's what you need. You need someone that's going to say, I see something here worth salvaging, worth saving, and I'm going I'm to find it. So I don't know if it will happen for him there or not, uh, but I think that he has enough talent uh, that, that if in the right situation that he can go on to be uh, a winning quarterback for someone.
2: Deshaun Watson, first home game Saturday. Uh, what do you think it's going to be like?
1: well i actually think he'll probably have more support than uh you know than some people might think i think it's going to be mostly a positive atmosphere for him because it seems to me that most of the the fans that actually go to the games are you know you're kind of preaching to the choir there a little bit and they already support him and believe in him and want to see him succeed this is not going to be a hostile environment like it was in houston and like it was in Cincinnati, I think uh, for the most part, he will feel uh, very supported by most of the fans. You'll have your smattering of, of signs and chants and things like that, but I don't think it'll be anything like it has been the past two weeks.
2: Mary Kay, as always, we read you in the Plain Dealer region read cleveland. dot com all the time. Keep up the good questions at the press conferences as well. Thank you, Mary Kay.
1: Thank you, guys. Thanks, right, we'll Mary talk Kay.
2: to you soon. Mary Kay Cabot uh, right there on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram